There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We got a new sponsor you guys are just going to love. Symbol, it's a stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. You can trade your sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you're in cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your favorite teams win. Or just the teams you invest in. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started investing their favorites. Visit www.symbol.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L, that is. Create your free account, and when you deposit, use the promo code SD, that's SD as in Sugar Daddy, to make your deposit risk-free. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting off your favorite teams today. Spotify Green Room. It's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. Talk to other fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Get on a conversation that you listen to every day. Share your experiences. All you got to do is go to the iOS App Store and Google Play Store. Download it for free. Create your profile and link your Twitter or whatever. And then come in with your whatever it takes. Welcome in to their Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Rod Harris, your host, brought to you by the sports drink, gulp, gulp, sip, sip, whatever. You don't know how many goddamn times I've had to do those live ad reads and like, you know, I kept fucking them up and I know, I know most people just record them because it's just fucking easier that way pre-record, but I just like to do the live ones and just, you know, whatever. By the time I got them both, you know, the, you know, the symbol app and the Spotify Green app correct, corrected, I tried to, you know, do this whole um, song here, President of the United States, you know, Peaches song. My mic froze up for a fucking reason. And, of course, you know, all that work I've been putting in trying to record this goddamn live, live fucking read. Excuse my language. I'm just, you know, I just had to get all that shit out today. <laughs> um... Happy Thursday, you guys. I mean, it's going to be Friday when I up, when I upload this thing anyway and publish it. Uh, Peaches is the theme song because, um, you know, Pitt's supposedly projected for the Peach Bowl if they don't, you know, go to the playoffs or whatever. So the group of five bulls a Peach Bowl. So, you know, first thing came to my head was the President of the United States song. And you know what? I sat last, I, I sat last night in my garage, you know, when I was having my cigar I was listening to this album, 
And what's you know, and the thing is, I've never listened to this album ever because I heard you know Lump, uh, the Kitty song, and the this Peaches song so many damn times that I had no desire to listen to the whole album. I'm like, well, if this is what it's gonna fucking be, then I'm not gonna listen to this shit. Uh, I'll tell you what, I was really surprised. Lump Kitty and Peaches aren't even the best tracks on this on this album. Uh, I'm sure these were the pop songs they had to get people's attention, but it's a really good album actually. And I'm sorry, I didn't, I'm sorry, the album was released in I think '96, was it? I think it was '96. Yeah, it was '96. And um, I guess I just wasn't around to appreciate. You know, well, I just didn't. You know, I wasn't around. I just, you know, I just. I guess I, you know, I should, you know, put my, you know, my prejudices aside because at the time, you know, alternative became a little bit too much. I don't want to say too much. Some of the music just got fucking annoying for me. And, you know, I love, you know, Soundgarden. I loved Nirvana. I loved Alice in Chains. I'm thinking of a whole bunch of other ones. Helmet. Tool. I mean, there were some other ones I liked. I mean, I did like some of the metal too, but I just, I don't know. I mean, the Revolution 104.7 kept playing the same crap in rotation. And, you know, one person I worked with, that's all they would want to listen to is that. I'm like, to a point where I just, um, eventually when that person quit, I started listening to DVE because I just started liking classic rock more. You know, I just, you know, I just enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed washing dishes and stuff to, you know, the Scorpion, whatever, whatever three songs the DVE was going to play, whether it was Hurricane, uh, there was two other ones, you know, there were, they, they didn't really play the change one, but there was the change, you know, that wind of change. There was two other songs they played as well. I'm trying to think what else. There was Dio they would play. Um, there was like at least one or two tracks in particular that they would always rotate. And of course there was a Blue Oyster called. I mean, there was... Back at that time, you had a whole bunch of. Um, that was what, one thing that was really great about Pittsburgh radio in, in the uh, late '90s is you had so many options. You had, you know, well, of course, the Revolution died, you know, after a year, but you had the X still, and you had 1025 DVE. You had the point one or point seven. You had, and you had, of course, nine seven rock, nine six nine. Yeah, three really great options. Uh, I, my favorite was the point 100.7. That was my favorite. DV was, you know, DV is consistent. I mean, you know, I did enjoy the liquid lunch. I mean, that was always a good, you know, thing to listen to. Of course, the morning show was, you know, I did enjoy the morning show as well. I mean, and then of course, uh, you know, 97 Rock was also good, you know. I mean, it was basically the cleanup for the other two. I mean, if the other two didn't have anything, you flipped on nice. You know, 97 Rock, and it was, or 969, whatever. What is it now? Is it now Bob now? Bob FM still? Because 961 is Kiss. Oh, before that, it was uh, Variety 96. And, you know, it was, you know, I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. I didn't mind Variety 96. I'm trying to think what else. Well, I mean, of course, 100.7 was the point, and it was like, what else was there? Um, can't forget mixed jams 100.7 that was a really good station i missed that one it became country i remember and 
Is it like a is it like a B ninety four type station now, or where Bubba like where all the former employees of of uh, B ninety four hosting it now? I think it is because yeah, because B ninety four became what was it? it became the fan. They resurrected B ninety four for a little for a few years, and eventually the novelty went went away, and they went to an all sports station, and the station's been insufferable ever since. I mean the, the I mean. The Houston's version of the X here, I'm, I'm sure if I turned on right now, they're probably playing that Jane's Addiction song that Jane says, the one they always freaking play. The live one. Yeah, that, that, you know. And, you know, I'm, I've, you know, there's, tonight's football game isn't really that, all that desirable. I mean, in fact, it's, in fact, it's pretty insufferable. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, there's Denver was looking good early on, but they're still three and three. But still, I mean, they're just they're just an overall bad team. And let's go to the NCAA scoreboard. Why not? Because we have that you know to look forward to today. So let's take a look at that. And I had an overall winning record this past week weekend again. So. But in terms of your, if, but if you're betting with my picks, there's, ch- there's a good chance are there's a good chance you're probably not you know making any uh, profit off of it because it's kind of a hot fucking mess. All right, let's take a look here. Uh, let's get in the pit, obviously, because that's been the big thing. You know, we're ten minutes into this podcast, and I have yet to talk about the pit, Clemson. Uh, looking at pit right now, we got a full slate of ACC games. A pit comes in right now as a. Minus three and a half point favorite, one sixty on the money line, and overrunning this game's forty eight. I think this game is going to go under. This is obviously an important game for Pitt. It's probably one of the most important games we've had. Most important one we had with all this build up probably since the Cincinnati game of two thousand nine. Pitt has to come out. They have a, basically Pitt has a lot to prove in this game. Clemson, they have to. They just got to be Clemson. They just have to show up and be Clemson. That's it. That's how that is with them. They just got to show up and just be Clemson. Pitt's gonna have to just, you know, grab the bull by the horns here. Uh, if you remember last year's game. You know, pick up Pitt lost, but at the same time, Pitt really didn't give themselves a chance in that game because they couldn't. Well, for one thing, on offense, they kept shooting themselves in the foot. There was just a lot of, a lot of balls of pick it through. I remember some crucial ones got dropped, and Pitt's pursuit, the drops haven't been that frequent. But Pitt's going against an actual physical defense. Sure, their offense sucks, but their defense is still Clemson defense. They're still they're they're fast. It's basically like, basically like playing like Miami. We would go against those garbage Miami teams, which have been pretty frequent this past decade or you know, decade and a half. It doesn't matter because they're fast or physical in defense, and if you can't move the ball on them, eventually you know their offense is going to find some way to score on you. And that's the thing about Pitt is they're going to have to do that. Uh, they're going to have to have a you know. Running a ball is going to be key here. 
And I think, you know, we, Pitt has a back to do that. Pitt has Izzy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the quarterback has not been all that great either. I mean, Clemson, as a team, they're averaging three, 322.3 yards on offense. They're averaging only 20 points a game. And 100 yards passing and 142 yards rushing. So they still got a running attack. But, yeah, this team has a lot better athletes than Tech and Georgia Tech. Basically, Pitts, you know, for them to win this game, they're going to have to, well, not drop the ball this time. You know, they're going to have to execute. And they can't, they can't let Clemson get confidence. This, I mean, this can't be a game where Clemson finally figures things out and they make a run to the ACC title game. Although they are, they are one game behind right now. You know, they, they, they just can't af- Pitches can't afford to do that because after this game they got Miami as well. So as things are going good at five and one, pick can easily be five and three in two weeks. After two weeks, but it's the quite obvious thing. Pitts, you know, Pitts just got to come out clicking all cylinders. I mean, hopefully, I mean. A fan turnout's going to be huge in this one as well. You know, it's got to be live. It's, you know, it's got to be rocking. It's an afternoon game as well. I mean, it's a 3.30 kickoff. I mean, I think it'd be nice if it was a night, night game, but I think I'm not sure the Steelers have a home game or I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, I mean, this. I mean, there's not much to this game, you guys. I mean, Pitt's going to have to, Pitt's going to, have to protect Kenny Pickett, give him time to throw the ball, find his receivers. Kenny's got to get, us, get to his receivers because he's facing actual defense. I mean, this is a, just a huge test. And I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm not saying like 13-10. Uh, like college football news predicted, 20, you know, it's going to be like a 23-20 type of game probably. Pitt just can't let, afford to... Uh, basically, Pitt has all this momentum right now. A lot of people kissing their asses. And they can't just let go of the momentum. So, my hope is they're not ringing the pre- they're not spending the time ringing all these press clippings. My hope is that they're focused on this game because they need to be. Yeah, if they get through this game and definitely the Miami game, there's going to be a lot, a lot of weirdness happening. But if anything, they're still undefeated in the co- in coastal play. And if they, like I said, they can pretty much. They can pretty much wrap up the coastal pretty early. The way things are going, but then if they be Clemson, they have to worry about who they're going to play. If they went out, who they're going to play? Whether it's going to be Wake or if it's NC State, and neither one of those games is going to be easy either. Because well, Wake always comes. Both those, you know, Pitt, you know, you know Pitt's history with NC State, and of course you know the history with Wake Forest as well. Well, I mean, Pitt usually beats them. Wake tends to show off for these type of things. They they will they will come and they will battle you. Anyways, key matchups obviously are going to be Pitt's offensive line versus Clemson's defensive line. Um, Clemson's Clemson's allowing only 113 yards on the ground, 200 in the air. Defensively, yeah, I mean, statistic in terms of statistics, they're they're similar, but. 
which is true, but Clemson has faced um, Georgia. Well, they faced Georgia Tech and barely beat them, so Pitt destroyed them. But they faced NC State and BC, and those are, you know, in some ways their schedule was, has been a little bit tougher. But I don't know. I think at the end of the day it's going to be an evenly matched game, and, and Pitt's going to win it. But my prediction, uh, I hate to do this. But you know what? After looking at last year, Pitt had plenty of drops in that game. I think they know how important this is. I think Pat Narduzzi knows how important this is. And you know what? If they can survive at Tennessee, at Neyland... And in that game that they were rallied early on, they recovered. If they can go to Blacksburg, where it's where you're of inner salmon, it's windy, and they still win in convincing fashion. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Pitt. I'm not taking the minus three and a half. I think that Pitt's gonna win money line. So Pitt, and I'm gonna go. Under 48 as well. That's what, how I'm gonna, that's how I'm scoring it. Wake Forest and Army. That's a pretty obvious one right there. Army's 4-2, and two, but I'm going with Wake. UMass and Florida State. FSU should win that one. There's no excuse why they shouldn't win that one. Uh, Syracuse and Virginia Tech. Um, oof. This is a critical game for Dino Babers and for Justin Fuente. Hmm. Yeah, this is, you know, basically Syracuse wins to go to 4-4. Four and four. Tech loses this game. I think Fuente is probably toast. I mean, it depends on how bad they are. I think Syracuse, despite... Here's the thing. Despite their, their three, last three losses, uh, Syracuse has been battling still. I'm going with the Qs. I'll take out the Hokies. And the white bot, Justin Fuente. Uh, Boston College and Louisville. Uh, I'm going with Louisville. My gut just says Louisville. I have no, don't ask me why. NC State, Miami. Uh, NC State, obviously, because Miami is just... Well, you know what? We like a little chaos. Hmm, maybe not. Yeah, let's go NC State. My gut just says Miami, though. I like Miami for some reason. But I forget the... the UNC is a hot mess, so, yeah. Georgia Tech and Virginia. I go with Georgia Tech in this one. But, yeah, there's that's, the, that's my picks for the ACC. And before we wrap this up, you guys, let me tell you guys about, well, um, we talk about Symbol. It's the, it's the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. Two ways to make money off symbol. First, every time a team you win wins, you earn a cash win payout. 
Second, just like the stock market, I think a team was going to increase in value. You can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use the promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means you lose your money. Just to set a market isn't for you. Simple refund your initial pause, no questions asked. And let me tell you about Spotify Greenroom. It's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. Talk to their fans, athletes in real time. It's perfect watch parties. I mean, who knows? Maybe um, some of you guys may get some pit watch parties. I mean, if you can't go to the game, Ben Hines. You know, great for that. I mean, great for debating certain certain topics that come up. You know, post-game breakdowns, recommend breaking news, and who knows, maybe you have a watch party and maybe some celebrity shows up. You, you don't know. But basically, it's audio only, kind of like Twitter, except for you get your talking and you're, you're dealing with, the, with less with the dog babies and all that other crap. Uh, all you got to do is go to the Green Room, you know, go to iOS App Store, Google Play Store, download for free, create your profile, link your Twitter, and join a group. Come in with your spicy takes. Excuse me. Let me see what else we got. Let's go around the top twenty-five here for the rest of the for the rest of the week. Top twenty-five. Anything of five? Uh, since they should whack. Sorry, guys. Since they should whack Navy. Oklahoma and Kansas. Oklahoma obviously is going to destroy them. Yeah, there's some pretty you know, easy games here. Northwestern Michigan. I'm going with the, I'm going with Michigan in that one. Penn State Illinois. That's a quite, that's a pretty obvious one, right? Penn State. Uh, Wake and oh, wait, ready to Wake Army. Wisconsin 25th ranked Purdue. Yeah, I go with I go with the Bullmakers in that one. I mean, there's some pretty good games this weekend. I mean, let's see here. Um, Oregon UCLA. UCLA is not ranked, but Oregon is. That's weird that Oregon's 10th ranked. Uh, I'm going with UCLA in an upset. LSU will miss. That's uh, Orgeron against uh, Blank Kiffin. Going with Ole Miss. Tennessee and Alabama. Of course, you're going with Bama because, well, yep. Ohio State, Indiana. Well, that's a mess as well. There's some pretty gimme. I mean, if you guys are doing parlays and whatnot, there's some pretty ga- there's some games here that look like they're exact gimmies. Uh, I'm just taking the I'm just taking the money lines on all these. If, you know, I could just I could go through those, but Ohio State's a minus twenty one over Indiana. I would definitely go with that. Bama and Tennessee. I would definitely do Bama minus twenty five. I think they'll wall up. I think they'll wall up Tennessee. I think after what happened, yeah, Ohio State, yeah. Let's go back to some of these. Ole Miss is minus nine. I would definitely take the minus nine in that one because, uh, you know, Coach O got his buyout, so he doesn't give a shit. So what happens? I'm going to go back to these. Penn State's a minus 23 Illinois. Uh, it depends on who's playing. If Sean Clifford isn't playing, I definitely wouldn't take the minus 23. I wouldn't even bother. I would just, wherever the money line is, I think you take Illinois with the points, but it just, yeah, it's not going to work. Michigan's minus 23 and a half over Northwestern. I don't know about that one. That's a, Northwestern really isn't no, um, yeah, I'd probably go North. I'm taking Michigan on the money line, but yeah. Let's go for the rest of these. USC and Notre Dame, 13 Notre Dame and USC. 
I'm going with ND, and I would take the minus seven as well. Texas A&M is South Carolina. I don't know. They've had A&M's had a hell of a run. You know, I would probably yep. They're minus nineteen though, but I would probably take I'll take I probably take the Gamecocks plus nineteen and a half. Now, as you guys all know, the AAC American Conference expanded over the weekend. They added six Conference USA schools, which was kind of a which was kind of an odd one. But let's take a look at these: um, University of Texas San Antonio, North Texas, Rice, Charlotte, FAU, and UAB are going to the AAC. And I guess in terms of the American Athletic Conference, this is all about um, footprint. They have three Texas schools. You got UTSA, which is San Antonio. And UTSA hasn't been a bad school in terms of Conference USA. I mean, they've really have come about. And I believe they play at the Alamo Dome for their games. I mean, I mean, it's nice that they finally found a use for that stadium besides, you know, I guess since the tournament games, I guess. So you got San Antonio, which is like, you know, kind of like in the middle, te- you know, it's like in the, kind of like the south, central Texas, kind of, south, you know, it's below Austin, kind of. So it's not really south central, it's more just central, but south kind of way. You got North Texas, which is up towards the Dallas area. You know, it's past Dallas. In fact, it's where Necessary Rough- the, the, the movie Necessary Roughness was filmed. Uh, you got Rice, the Houston area. So they got pretty much all of Texas. They got Charlotte, you know, the North Carolina, Fort Atlantic, which, you know, you got, they got Florida. And of course, they got UAB. And they're going to join the nine continuing members, which is East Carolina, Memphis, Navy, which is football only, South Florida, SMU, Temple, Tulane, Tulsa, which is Tulsa State, which is basketball and Olympic sports only. Um. That's, you know, for the current teams, well, it kind of sucks for basketball. I mean, well, I mean, you still have SMU, Temple, Wichita State, Memphis. But as far as the rest of these guys go, I mean, this is, this is more just a football move and I don't know what the, I'm, I'm not so much sure what you can do. I mean, I'm, I'm reading these. I'm reading these uh, headlines here. Memphis supposedly is going to remain aggressive in this expansion, and I'm not exactly sure what the hell they can do at this point because they've tried everything at this point. I mean, I mean, if you remember, not too long ago, they tried to get. They tried so hard to get in the Big East, you know, for all sports, and we just never gave them an invite. We get, you know. We never did, and that just is what it is. And now, you know, finally, 
it seemed like they were on the outs, you know, on the brink. And now they're starting from square one again. I mean, you can say it for SMU as well. I mean, they were their program was steadily moving up ever since the whole, you know, death penalty and the whole end of the Southwest Conference. They were in Conference USA, and then they get to here, and the Big 12 finally expands. And, of course, you know, they're not going. Uh, Houston is, and there's no really – there's no real sense of adding TC, you know, there's no real sense of adding SMU to the Big 12 because you already got Texas Christian, which is in the Dallas, which is in Fort Worth. So you really don't even need friggin', you, you know, you really don't need SMU at this point. You know, they're just stuck. I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, all these programs, are, they're just stuck. They have really nowhere else to go. And the only thing that can happen is there's some sort of super conference forms, and then then they get absorbed by the teams that you know, you know, that lose, you know, the conferences that lose teams. And you feel bad for, I mean, so, you somewhat feel bad for some of them, especially Temple finally got their football program around. Things were looking up, and now this happens. And you know, I think they're better off. I mean, Temple's better off here right now than they are going back to Atlantic Ten for basketball because there's just they're just the money just isn't there. Their revenue is going to be a little bit more with the AAC. Oh well, what can you do? Let's think of creative. They all can. But anyways, guys, I'll upload this tomorrow morning. Who knows? I may upload it tonight. But hell to pay, guys. Have a great weekend. And um, hell, good pit. Let's bring him over to agree.